episode 94, Ross Ruffino. Welcome to the Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless, tracking down the finest alpha minds on the planet for you every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Origins, biggest failures, fears, awakening moments, Yoda questions, yin yang, the alpha round, the finish. Through the ultimatum, the ultimatum to you at this stage is through simplicity and balance. Get to the podcast. Okay, guys, we've got a good one for you today. We have Russ Ruffino. He is an online traffic leads and sales expert, particularly for high-end ticket prices and coaching programs. He's a passive income champion, basically. But today, he's going to focus on one of the areas he really works well with as well. He's going to focus on the sort of webinars and how you can master them and how they can work for you as a, as a tool to create passive income and, and really clients on demand. He's from Los Angeles, born and bred. It's quite a brief intro from me, but we're going to get just <laughs> Are you ready to awaken your alpha? Yes. <laughs> Brilliant. Is there anything you'd like to add to your, um, your intro then? No, not really. So my company is called Clients on Demand. And basically what we do is we help coaches and consultants do a couple of things. We help them attract more clients. We help them command premium price points. I'm talking like five, 10 grand per sale. And then we help them structure their business so that they have more, a lot more leverage. So this applies to any kind of coach, any kind of consultant, expert, author, speaker, professional service provider, um, even infopreneurs too. As long as you're selling information that's got a really high value, um, then, then all of this applies to you. So we've basically got it completely dialed in when it comes to how do you take somebody from browsing around on Facebook or you know messing around on Twitter and get them into a sales process that ends with them investing with you at like a five ten thousand dollar price? Hopefully that's got your attention, guys. I'm looking for your stuff as well. You use the webinars in that process in that sales funnel. You use webinars. Quite yeah, we use but we use webinars a lot. So like um you know webinars are a tactic, but our basic uh our basic approach is to get people from browsing online to getting onto a webinar and the webinar is the function of the webinar is to pre-sell the client. So get them really excited about you, what you do, um, agitate the problems a little bit and just do all the heavy lifting is done right there on the webinar. And then from there we invite them to come onto the phone with us, just have a quick consultation with us. And then that's when the actual sales. The great thing about the webinar is it's there to establish your value. And we actually use automated webinars a lot too. So you don't have to actually be there you know, every day, twice a week, three times a week, giving a live webinar, you can automate that entire process. that just happens for you on autopilot. Perfect. I mean, it's quite a specific thing. And I mean, it's not the sort of thing they promote to you, uh, you know, at career guidance when you're in school. I mean, our first thing we want to get into, you know, your origin story. Well, I've said you've, you're originally from Huntington beach. Is that right in LA? Yeah. So, so I'm from Huntington beach. Um, came to Los Angeles to go to UCLA, um, studied acting of all things, did acting for a while. <laughs> That's what um, I did in California. All through, yeah, all through my 20s, I was like acting slash bartending. Um, <laughs> and then I got into um, affiliate marketing first, doing just like, you know, typical internet marketing stuff and creating and selling courses online mm -hmm. in, in different niches. And, um, you know, from there, I, I started out doing that at a pretty low price point. But even with that, we were able to do you know, not insane numbers, but like, I think my first year we did about 250 grand, which was more money than I had ever seen in my entire yeah. life. Like I couldn't believe how well it worked. Um, and then from there just progressed to, um, you know, getting into launches and that kind of thing. Um, but I started to do the launch model and I was very frustrated with the launch model because what I see happen in our business is that people will, um, kind of go one of two routes, right? If you're going the coaching route, 
most people who do uh, coaching and consulting, they're working with people one-on-one and they have a really hard time leveraging their business. So like you'll do maybe a life coach, you'll be, do life coaching for like 150 bucks an hour, right? Yeah. So even if you're working 40 hours a week, you know, how much money is that? What does that work out to? I think like five, six grand a week, which is the most you can ever right. make if and, you're working full time. And it always equates to, you know, more money, but more work. Doesn't more, it? more money, more work. Right. Okay. So that's the one way. The other way is for people that start getting into a little bit of um, uh, the internet marketing side of things where they, you know, maybe you take uh, your knowledge and you package it into like an ebook or you package it into one of those like $2,000 courses or whatever. And you start going into these big launches, right? Yeah. Well, those are very, very difficult to pull off. But even if you pull one off at a high level, what happens is you're doing all this work and you're building all this momentum. And maybe, you know, maybe you'll be, um, you know, like some of those, some of those people online that sell those $2,000 courses where they'll have a really successful launch, but they'll sell 6,000 copies of their $2,000 course. And then all those people will go through it, but nobody will ever really get results. So what we found, what I decided that I wanted to do is to charge a premium price to work with fewer clients, yeah. but to make sure that everybody gets results. So in our programs, we shoot for like a 100% client success rate, where me and my staff and my whole team, every week we're going client by client and saying, okay, where is Adam at? Where's this yeah. person at? Where's this person at? Are they getting results? Where, you know what I mean? Are they making yeah. it happen? Um, and so we've, well, anyway, what we ended up with after going through all that, that, that horrible process of trial and error, just figuring all this stuff out. Cause it sucked is <laughs> to be perfectly honest. Yeah. Now we know how to take someone who's got real knowledge that they want to monetize and we know how to immediately get them to put that knowledge together into a really, really powerful program that they can sell for thousand, five thousand, ten thousand, whatever they want. Yeah. But they get phenomenal results for the people that they work with. And we can show them how to sell that program again and again in an automated way. So when you, when you have that, hitting your income goals becomes really, really simple. You say, okay, great, I've got a $5,000 program, awesome. I wanna make $50,000 a month, great, we need to sell 10. Yeah. So that's like two, three a week, and anybody can do that. So that's the kind of process that we take our clients through and we take them through it really successfully. All of this was really born out of the fact that I was able to take my business to like the $10,000 a month level, the $20,000 a month level, and then I kind of hit a brick wall. Yeah. And it wasn't until I figured out how to make consistent sales at a high price point while delivering incredible value to your clients so that they have a great experience, they get great results. Um, it wasn't until I figured that out that I was able to push my income past that mark and get to like $100,000, $200,000, $250,000 a month. Working with very few clients, working with like 10, 15, 20 clients. Yeah. And I was going to say, I'm, I'm going to blow your trumpet some more. You know, I've seen some of your stats as well. 1.3 million in sales this year to date. So yeah, that was like two months ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, 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 yeah, that's where we're at. Yeah. Very um, nice, mate. Quality. We usually start off as well around, I try and get near the start, but we sometimes get sidetracked. Is there a kind of alpha quote or success quote that you really like to live your life by or even your, run your business through that really sort of resonates with you? Yeah, um, there's, two, there's two things. Yeah. Um, number one, don't think of your goals, think from your goals. So here's what I mean by that. The way to evolve yourself to the next level, you're at $10,000 a month, you want to get to $50,000 a month, right? The way to do that, is to think about the kind of person that you would need to be to hit that level and to assume that you already are that person. 
So you're not thinking of your goals like, oh, someday I'll be that guy. You're yeah. thinking from your goals where you're like, I am that guy today. And then you have to look at your life and you have to make every single decision accordingly. Like, so, you know, so this is, this, this yeah, sounds easy. Powerful advice, I think this is really. No, it sounds, because it sounds very easy to do, but in practice, it's very difficult to do. So let me give you an idea of what I'm talking about. Let's say that you have this vision for what you want your business to be. Um, you're working with maybe like really high level, um, driven, just fun, awesome clients. They're pay, they're investing with you at, a, you know, say a $5,000 price point. That's where you want to be. That's who you want to be. Right now, today, you're struggling. If you look at your bank account, you're struggling. You've got, you know, five grand in the bank, 10 grand in the bank. You're sitting there going, shit, what am I going to do? If you're thinking from that perspective, if you're thinking from the perspective of where you are right now, the lower vision of yourself, you're going to start to compromise where you're going to be on a call with someone and you're going to be talking to them about maybe becoming a client and you're going to get this feeling that maybe that person's kind of a pain in the ass, but you'll settle. You'll mm. take the money. Or you'll be on the phone with someone and you've decided that your price is $5,000, but that person goes, hey, well, I'll tell you what, man, I'll get into your program for, for two grand. I'll give you two grand. And you go, okay, I'll take it. Yeah. You see yeah. what I'm saying? It's hard to do that in practice. But you don't get what you deserve in life. You get what you will settle for. If you will settle for working for clients that are paying in the ass, that's what's going to happen to you. Mm -hmm. If you'll settle for taking $2,000 when you know your price is $5,000, that is what's going to happen to you. So you have to think from your goals, not of your goals. You have, to, you have to live as if you're already this guy right now, today. And sometimes that's, that's really awesome and empowering. And sometimes it's difficult as hell, like when you're in a situation like I just talked about. Yeah. Um, so that's the first one. Yeah. The second thing is that you have to learn to love problems. The purpose of every creature on earth is to evolve and adapt. That's why we're here. We're here, to, we're here to set these giant goals and we're here to evolve and evolve and evolve and evolve and evolve and get better and better and better until we reach them. So what happens is anytime you set a goal that's worth doing, you're going to hit problems and you're going to hit a lot of problems. And so many of us, the second we hit resistance, the second we hit a problem, we start to let it freak us out. We start to go, oh my God, maybe I'm not cut out for this. Maybe I shouldn't do this. We start to just kind of build all these stories around these problems. The healthiest attitude you can have is if you anticipate that those problems are going to happen. If you don't get any of these problems, then very likely you're not pushing it hard enough. Yeah. You're Go work at Starbucks. Likely you know, like if you just want to sit there and like make lattes all day and say, here you go. I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. there's so many things you can do, but if you really want to push yourself, you got to understand that if you're going to push yourself and you're going to set goals that are high, you're going to have to overcome some resistance to get there. But you know what? It's okay. You just have to get honest with yourself. When a problem's happening, you don't hide, you don't get defensive. You don't let it defeat you. You just look at it rationally. You know, maybe you've got a program, right? And, and you sold 10 copies of your program and four people asked for a refund, right? You can sit there and you can go, oh my God, this means I suck at what I do or my customers are assholes. Or, you know, you can create all these nonsense stories. You can just look at, the, look at it objectively for what it is. I sold 10 copies, four people wanted their money back. Why did they want their money back? And what can I do to fix that in the future? And you just treat it like a game where you change this and you get a different result. And then you change that and you get a different result. And if you can just get in the habit of doing that, what happens is you will evolve very, very, very quickly. You mentioned, I mean, your first quote as well, about obviously like talking about acting it and becoming it. Um, when was really like your awakening type moment? I mean, obviously you was, tr you was trying the acting, the bartending, and you had a few different things on the go. When was a well, real moment when it did start to, you said that wall that you punched through, what was, some, what was a key sort of 
was it that mindset change? What was that moment like? How did it come about? That's a really good question. Um, it took a massive leap of faith to start this business. I was bartending at the time. I think I had $500 in the bank. My rent at the time, because here in LA, it's crazy. My rent at the time was like 1800 a month or something. I mean, LA is expensive, <laughs> you know? Um, I just said, I'm not going to do this anymore. Yeah. I said to myself, it goes back to what I just said, the thinking from your goals versus yeah. thinking of your goals, okay? So every day I was, you know, visualizing. I, was, I had my affirmations. I had my goals. I was doing that the entire time I was a bartender. All 10 years I was a bartender. I had my affirmations. I had mm. my goals. I had all this stuff. And uh, I realized that what I would do is I would sit down, I'd visualize for 10 minutes a day, and then I would forget all about it. And I would live my life completely at odds with all the things that I had just visualized. Mm. And I started to ask myself, you know what, if I were, if I really believed in these affirmations I'm doing, what would I do with myself? If I really believed that I was a successful person, would I still be there pouring drinks every day? Hell no. Mm. If I really, you know what I'm saying? And this applies to everything in your life. If you really, you know, if you're, if you're dating a girl or a guy who's horrible to you, Right. And you ask yourself, if I were this person that I want to be, would I still be going out with this person? Hell no. Yeah. And I had this just kind of moment of awakening where I was like, I need to quit this job. I need to quit it right now. And I just jumped off the cliff and I just did it with 500 bucks in the, in the bank. And for the first time, the next day, for the first time in 10 years, I felt alive. And the thing is, bartending is a fun job. Yeah. Like, it, you know, you're sitting there, you're meeting girls, whatever, you're having a good time. But like one day just blends into the next and blends into the next and blends into the next. And that's the thing. Like, this is the thing that, that everyone needs to understand is that when you're in a situation that's pure hell, when you're in a situation that sucks, you're in the worst job imaginable, then you, you know, it's easy to quit. You're like, I can't do this. This sucks. The trap is when you're in a situation that's, pretty good. Yeah. Comfy. <laughs> comfy. Get comfy. And I was comfortable bartending for 10 years. Now I'm sitting there going, you know, shit, I got to get out of this. Yeah. You know? And, and, and the thing is like the day I quit, I felt really, really great. And then the next, you know, <laughs> the next morning, like panic hit me. Yeah. But it was like for the first time in 10 years, I was in charge of my own destiny. And that made me feel alive because if I was going to go broke, it was going to be because of me. Yeah. If I was going to fail, it was because of me. It wasn't because I was going to come to work one day and catch my manager in a bad mood and I was going to get fired. The second, the, the next day after I quit my job, it's like I had woken up from a bad dream I, that I had this, this nightmare for 10 years that I was just a bartender. And then I woke up the next day and I realized I was so much more than that. Well, absolutely awesome. Who helped awaken your alpha? Like who was a mentor and inspiration? It's well, like nobody your- really. Um, it sounds like I, I just, I just, so there was one day at the bar, maybe like a couple months before I quit where my, my, um, my, my friend's kid brother came in and he's like such a little shit. He was maybe like, (laughs) he was maybe like 22, I think. And he was, he was like an affiliate marketer or whatever. And he did like internet marketing and stuff. And, um, he was sitting at my bar and he was like, what recession, baby? There's no recession. I made $1,200 today. I'm sitting there bartending going like, what the hell is this? So I started talking to him. And he's telling me about what he does and stuff like that. And I'd never even heard of any of this, you know? Yeah. But I thought to myself, okay, 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 okay. If this guy can do this, <laughs> I can do this. And so I started doing research <laughs> online. I bought, you know, a lot of the courses that a lot of the beginners buy, like, um, you know, some stuff from, from like Chris Farrell and some stuff maybe from um, like ClickBank stuff, just like whatever, like a lot of really, really shitty courses. Um, but I- We love, was, we love Chris Farrell. Like, 
He was. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. No, I'm just trying to think where one of his ep- his episode number. I think he was episode forty uh, something. <laughs> yeah. No. No. Chris's was really good. I'm yeah. sorry. I don't think Chris's was shitty. Chris's was awesome. Um, like Russell Brunson had this old product that was really good, and then I like pirated some old Yannick Silver stuff because I couldn't. But like, just like whatever. This is like five years ago. Um, but I basically just got my hands on anything yeah. I could and just tore it apart and just was able to pull out little gems. Um, the four hour work week was a really big oh, help. Love that. Um, yeah. And uh, just went for it. Within six months, I think um, I had made like $140,000, which is- Whoa, that is impressive. About probably five times as much as I ever would have made as a bartender. <laughs> yeah. And it just it just went up and up and up from there as I learned more and figured out more things. and you know, made distinctions, realized I didn't want to just sell products. I didn't want to be that guy that's selling like, you know, I don't know, a box keys that you buy it and you're super excited and then you never open it. Yeah. I realized yeah. that I wanted to charge a lot more money, but go really deep with people where we're creating yeah. an actual transformation in people up here and in what happens in yeah. the business. I completely relate to that. Yeah. Just get involved in people's lives and yeah. And you yeah. get the reward of seeing how well they do and, you know, feeling a part of that. It's absolutely awesome. It's the best. It's yeah. awesome. So cool. Right. This is, uh, we're going to mix up a little bit now. This is our okay. yin yang round. So this is just to find out a little bit more about you. There's not too much method to the madness. Uh, <laughs> just go with your gut on this. Yeah. Night or day? Night. New York or San Francisco? New York. <laughs> well, okay. So San Francisco is beautiful. Um, but New York just has that buzz, man. Yeah. You get off, the second you get off the plane in New York, you're like, I got to get some stuff done. Even if you're there <laughs> on vacation, you're like, I got to do something. So I love that. Live web- webinar or recorded? Automated. Automate your webinars. It's just okay. not, it's not worth it to just do it. <laughs> it's just such, it's such, it's so much work, so much energy. This is useful coming from you. This is definitely useful. Go to meeting or Google Hangout? Go to meeting. Go to meeting. Actually, okay, you know what? Neither. Uh, stealth seminar. <laughs> I was just about to say, ah, you remember my it, teleseminar or Zoom? We're on Zoom now. <laughs> uh, I don't even know. I've never used either of those. <laughs> okay. So Zoom, I guess, since that's what we're on right now. So for your webinar, slides or video presenting it in front of the camera? Slides. Okay, cool. Um, Schwarzenegger or Stallone? Stallone is Italian, so I have to stay alone. <laughs> I, was gonna say. I love Arnold too. I love, I love this, you know. But but here's the, okay. So here's the thing. You do look a little bit Italian. Is there some Italian? No, I'm a, yeah, I'm 100 percent Italian. Italian um, stallion. There you go. Yeah, and Stallone is basically an entrepreneur. I mean, he wrote Rocky in like three days and came out here and stuck to his guns, and they offered him all this money for it. But he said, "No, I'm not going to take it unless I can play Rocky." Yeah, that's that's ties in exactly what to what you're saying about being that man at that stage. He was think so about, okay. That's okay. So let's talk about that for a second because this is valuable. Think about how when you're really doing that, when you're thinking from the person you want to be, it's going to empower you to do shit that normal people think is crazy. Okay, <laughs> Sylvester Stallone was broke. He had to sell his dog. I don't know if you heard about that. He had to yeah, sell. Yeah, I, I love this story. His dog, right? They offered him, I think it got up to $700,000 for that script when he didn't have a pot to piss in. Now, most people would tell you, hey, when a Hollywood studio offers you $700,000 and you ain't got no money, you better take it, right? But because he was thinking from the person he wanted to be, he was operating in a higher vision of himself. He could see it even if they couldn't. And he did not settle. If he had yeah. settled, if he had taken that $700,000, neither of us would have any idea who the hell he was. Nope. 
that would have been it. So this is our complete blank around. So you just got to complete the blanks for me and finish my sentence. And we'll okay. find out a bit more about you. Your best friend would describe you as? Ambitious, I guess. I don't know. Loyal. I don't know. The last time you were drunk was? <sighs> my wedding. Oh, and you got, I saw that stole. <laughs> you got married this year in the summer, wasn't it? Yeah, I got married back in June, yeah. Oh, good stuff. Where, where did you get married? I got married at the Montage in, um, in Laguna Beach. Oh, lovely. The Montage lovely. Hotel at Laguna Beach, yeah. And then we went to uh, Bora Bora for honeymoon. Nice, very nice. Yeah. Um, your biggest failure of all time is? Oh, my biggest failure of all time is probably <laughs> not figuring this stuff out 10 years before I did. Um, <laughs> because I think that I could have um, probably had more success in acting and in the things that I wanted to do if I had figured those things out. Um, but it's, it's all worked out because as time went by and I saw, I have a lot of friends right now that like if I gave you their names and told you who they were, you would know exactly who they were. Yeah. Um, and they're working right now. They're living the life that I always wanted to live. And the funny thing about it is that almost none of them has the one thing that I really wanted more than anything, which was freedom. Yeah. So I have buddies that are on, 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 a, on a series right now and you think, oh, how cool to be on a TV series or whatever, but they're literally shooting 50 hours a week. What I wanted more than anything was freedom. And I thought that, oh, if you're an actor, you have all this freedom, but the truth is that you don't. If you want freedom, you gotta be the one that has the money. You have to be the one that controls the business. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. even if you're an actor, even if you're a star, you're still essentially an employee. Yeah. There's still a money guy that's pulling your strings. And you hear, you hear a lot of actors say that. And I think most people just kind of let it brushes over them. They really don't actually listen to what they're saying and, and take it's it. Abs it's absolutely true. I mean, I, I, my friends will tell you, I love what I'm doing. I'm making, you know, $40,000, dollars an episode, but they can't go anywhere. You know, I, I don't want to have to get someone else's permission. Yeah. I don't want to ever have to worry about being fired. Yeah. And whether you do or not, it's just like you say, you know? it's, it's knowing you can. It's the feeling of it. It's the freedom. So. That's the thing. Like, even if you're on a show and you, you, you're like, oh, I booked a show and I finally arrived or whatever. Like, you don't know that show's not going to get canceled after one season. I want to be able to, if something doesn't work out for me, I want to be able to look at that and say, what did I do to create that? Yeah. You know? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that was my rant. We better get on to the alpha round because we do want to find out about webinars. But it's been such a useful uh, interview and episode already so far. So this is the in the alpha round, we're going to find out some resources, some tools, some tricks. Uh, we start off with a book recommendation or two. Um, it could be specific to webinars or just one of your favorite books of all time. It's completely up to you. Uh, uh, everyone needs to read how to get rich by Felix Dennis. I believe everyone needs to read the four hour work week. Although almost all of the tactical, how to build a business stuff in there is outdated. Now and the book's 10 years old. But the mindset in that book is very cool. The Millionaire Fast Lane by MJ DeMarco. Ah, oh, good. Some new books. Some essential. Books. Essential reading. It'll tell you exactly. He's a guy who built a business, sold the business for, I think, $20 million, invested the $20 million. And now he just lives off the interest. The guy doesn't have to do anything for the rest of his life. <laughs> so he explains to you from square one how to start a business and why it's so important to start a business if you want to be wealthy. Those three, I would say, are my top three business-wise. As far as up here, um, The Power of Awareness by Neville Goddard and Anything by Joseph Murphy. Okay. You read his stuff, it's like a shot in the arm for your soul. I mean, it's amazing. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Right. It's only taken us about 30 minutes, but we're going to get to the webinars now. So, <laughs> <laughs> so 
if someone's, you know, they're listening to this and they think this sounds cool and obviously you're using webinars. We, we found out that you prefer automated ones as well if possible, mm -hmm. that you like the slides as opposed to someone standing in front doing the videos. Apart from that, what we've just covered, what are some key things to get right, I suppose, or what are some key mistakes that you see rookies making? Yeah, so uh, first of all, a webinar is just a tactic, okay? Um, it is, it is, it's not the end all be all. It's not like if you're great at webinars, all of a sudden everything's gonna work out for you. A webinar is just a tactic that I find very, 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 very helpful to pre-sell people into why they need to invest with us at a premium price point. So some mistakes that I see rookies making, first of all, are just not doing them. Yeah. Um, doing webinars scary, things that are scary, people tend not to do them. Um, so that goes back to the mindset that I thought, that we talked about before. It's like, if you were the person you wanted to be, would you be afraid of this webinar? No, you would just do it. And if you totally screw it up, would you let that take the wind out of your sails? No, you would just deal with it. Yeah. So that's the first thing. Um, the second thing is that you have to understand that when it comes to making a high ticket sale, people are not buying their way into something. They are buying their way out of something. And this was a huge shift for me when I went from selling stuff for a few hundred dollars to selling stuff for a premium price point. When you're selling something for a hundred, for a few hundred dollars, a lot of that sort of traditional internet marketing stuff applies where you've got, you know, your bonuses and your, you know, your 80 bonuses and your scarcity and oh, oh, spaces man, the bonuses. And, stuff. and there's a place for all of that. But at the end of the day, most copywriting and most internet marketing, most sales videos, most of the stuff you see online is about trying to get people worked up enough that they're just gonna make an impulse buy, they're gonna buy what you've got, right? When you're talking about making a high level, a high level purchase, it is because there's something wrong in their life that they need to solve. And so it's a much different sales approach where I'm not trying to get them super excited about my workshop or super excited about me. I'm trying to get them to take an honest look at where they're at. It's like, I'm not gonna sit there and, and do like a song and dance and say, hey, come to my workshop because it's so amazing and spaces are limited and you know, there's 50 bonuses and all this other stuff. I'm gonna come to my workshop and say, I'm, I'm gonna say, you know, look at your life and if you don't like what you see, we need to stop around and we need to make a change. I mean, if you're yeah. ready to do that, we are the big boys that can get you the real results. I'm not just gonna hand you a bunch of information and send you on your way. We're gonna do whatever we need to do to get you to that $50,000, $100,000 a month income level that you want to be at. So that's a really profound shift that affects your webinars for sure. Yeah. And it affects all of your communication really, where you stop trying to get people pumped up and you really just say, do you have this problem? Mm -hmm. Does this sound like you? Are you dealing with this and this and this and this and this? If you're dealing with all those things and you're sick of it and you're ready for a change, let's talk. That's your call to action. It's yeah. like, let's if you've got value to give, you've just, like you say, you've got to be very specific because the people you specifically need to help are out there. And that's, I suppose that's where the webinars come in that are important because sometimes people settle for trying to help people who maybe aren't the best fit. Like we talked about mm -hmm. earlier, people that they don't get on with or they try and yeah. change their product or they might even just... Mm -hmm cut the price down, then they're dealing with someone they weren't originally planning to deal with who's not as committed. Yeah. Big X factor that separates a kick-ass webinar from a webinar that's just okay is empathy. How well can you mentally put yourself in your customer's shoes and imagine what their day-to-day -day life is like? When you can imagine your client's day or your customer's day and you can vividly describe that, and as human beings, if we hear somebody describe our problems better than we can, we automatically assume that they know the answer. Yeah. And so that's key is the better that you can do that. You, you, you reach this thing that like almost transcends any kind of sales you could be doing where it's like this guy is seeing into my life. Like, yeah. you know, he it's, must know. It's interesting yeah. to say that. That's exactly the reason why I work with 
men who are, you know, like-minded who are trying to pursue the alpha and, you know, coming from a similar sort of standpoint as myself. Um, and that's, that's one of the key. That's, that's always, that's always, that's always the easiest, that's always yeah. the easiest thing to do is to like, you're here, where were you a couple steps ago? And then that's who you're going to work with. That's yeah, exactly easy. That. Exactly. You know? that. So, but, but, you know, but even then it's like those people are going to have challenges that you personally don't have, you know, yeah. like what is their relationship with women? Like what is, you know, I mean, you could be, you know, balling or whatever and you've got clients you know, you've got clients that you know like have trouble getting dates and have trouble getting girls and are constantly frustrated and 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 this is kind of like where i think that i don't give it enough credit but this is where my acting background has really helped me because when you're an actor that's all you do all day all day every day you're, you're just spending all your life being other people i thought you going to say you're just spending your life balling with women <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're spending, yeah you're spending your life being other people and so it's yeah. like i look at it like this like if i were if i were playing that guy what are some key resources that you would suggest as like just a, just some key resources when it comes to setting up webinars? Yeah. I mean, we use Stealth Seminar to automate our webinars. It's a phenomenal piece of software. Um, the owner, Jeff, is a great guy. Um, the support is superb. It's literally the best customer support I've ever seen. Yeah. You open a support ticket with Stealth Seminar, they're going to get back to you in two minutes. It's incredible. I would start there. And then if you're serious about selling on webinars and you're listening to this and you're thinking, okay, I really want to be selling stuff for $3,000, $5,000, yep. want to learn how to do it. Then I would say, just reach out and let's talk about that because, uh, a web webinars are one of those things where, um, a little bit of information can be a dangerous thing. Yeah. And there's a lot of people out there that'll teach you how to do a webinar, but they've never sold anything on a webinar that costs more than 97. If that's what you want to do, that's fine. If you just go off with the software, you're putting yourself out there and then, uh, yeah. The rest, it could be a mess. <laughs> yeah, you got to really know your shit and you have to really know how to communicate. Perfect. Well, link to that then. What's the best way people can connect with you and find out more? Right. So the best way to connect with me is just to go to russrafino.com forward slash apply and you can book a session to speak to, um, you know, anybody, one of my head coaches and they can talk to you about what you need to do to sort of reposition your stuff to sell high ticket. And, yep. you know, you can make a decision about whether you want to work with us to do that or whether you just want to go it alone. And um, if you guys want to see a replay of one of my webinars, you can go to russrafino.com forward slash replay. And that'll show you a replay of one of my most recent webinars. It's like 45 minutes long. But uh, I suppose that's the one thing I should ask then as well. Is there an optimum length generally or is it completely um, relevant on what you're exactly selling or what you're doing? Or is I, it like, I like to, you know, I like to get in and get out. I think um, you should be hitting your first, uh, you should be, you should be hitting the final call to action at the one hour mark at the latest. I don't think there's any reason to go longer than no. that. If you work with busy people, it's like, yeah. you know, and I want to be working with busy people. It's like, let's just get in and get out. So this particular webinar that I just linked you to, you'll see, I think it's like 45 minutes. We don't even do any Q and A. It's just boom, boom, boom. Just, yeah. You know. Perfect. Absolutely so. perfect. And then finally, who would you recommend I should interview next or very soon? We usually look for two recommendations. It could be someone out there, like it could be uh, Stallone, even you don't know, or it could be one of your contacts. Yeah, the person I would really love to see interviewed would have been Felix Dennis, but he just passed away in June. So oh. tell your people to go and read his book. Okay. Another person that I'd love to see interviewed is Ray Dalio, who's a guy that you may not have heard of. Um, he's a CEO of Bridgewater Financial. I just read this PDF that he put out where I don't even think it's an actual book, but it's just a PDF somebody sent me online and uh, he lays out his his principles for, um, for running a successful business. And yeah. uh, one of the simplest, most brilliant things I've ever read. So well, that's I don't a know if you can get him, but if you can get him, it's like, he's a guy that's like, 
next level. Yeah. Is there anyone from your own network that you can maybe give a nudge? Anyone that springs to mind? Yeah. So there's a guy named Nancy Marmalejo um, who is very, very good at helping people figure out what is unique and special about them. Yeah, she would be the she would probably be the um, the biggest person that I would recommend that you haven't already spoken to. No, perfect. Well, good recommendations. Well, thank you so much for taking the time and starting your day this way. It's been an absolute pleasure. You got it, man. Send me the link so I'll, you know, repost it. Cheers. Check out this fantastic podcast. Do the little guy a favor. Subscribe and review. It'll help get him off my back. So, gentlemen, just a little bit more information about the upcoming Alpha Ultimatum into 2015. Who is this for? If you don't feel you're near your potential or you're progressing at the rate and speed that you'd like to, you do not want 2015 to be a rerun of 2014. You're motivated, but you're kind of going through the motions. You need a clear path to follow with accountability to me and ultimately yourself. How having a desire, purpose and having a mission can impact your life through simplicity and discipline. I will show you my way, but you must be absolutely committed to creating a better version of yourself, an upgrade of what you already have, both physically and mentally. You just need to make that choice. Applications will be starting next week. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless.